are so many amazing perks of being sober. And one of my favorites is that sobriety allows us to take self-care to the next level. And it gives us such a sense of confidence. There's really nothing like feeling confident in your own skin. That's why I'm so excited to tell you about today's sponsor, One Skin. Their products make it easy to keep your skin healthy while looking and feeling your best. I've told you about how when I got sober, one of my favorite things was starting a skincare routine because that was not something I ever prioritized before. But let's be honest, knowing what the best skincare routine is can be a little overwhelming. That's why I'm excited about One Skin. There's no complicated routine, no multiple step protocols, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code HAPPIEST at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code HAPPIEST. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support my show and tell them I sent you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors in our lives, and when we get sober, they can almost feel magnified at first because we're adjusting to feeling all our feelings again rather than using alcohol to numb them. I was honestly really surprised when I got sober at how many emotions came up for me. I remember literally saying, I have so many feelings right now, and it felt really overwhelming having to feel them all. But the great thing about that is that it gave me the clarity and awareness that I had some things to work through, like people-pleasing and like my own self-talk. That's where therapy can be so helpful because it's a safe space to get things off your chest and begin to work through what's been weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. What I really love about BetterHelp is that it's entirely online. All you have to do is fill out a questionnaire and you'll be matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists anytime with no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com happiest today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash happiest. Hello and welcome to Happiest Sober Podcast. I'm Madeline. Thank you so much for being here. Um, So this episode today has, (laughs) this topic has basically become like a little bit of a trilogy because I started off, I did a sober dating episode for Valentine's Day and then last week I did an episode all about being single and sober because that's where I'm at right now. Um, And obviously the little missing piece in that conversation is going through sober breakups, which is a really, really hard thing to do when you're sober. Um, So I thought I would chat about that today. And um, I'm going to, to kind of share. So I've been through three breakups in my sobriety um, and I'm going to share a little bit about each of those. They were all actually really different experiences. They all had like very different kind of emotions attached to them. Um, So I'm going to share a little bit about each of those um, because I definitely like took something away from each of them. Um, And then at the end I'm going to share kind of like my top tips for what has helped me get through sober breakups. Um, So what a fun trip down memory lane, am I right? Let's reminisce on on the breakups I've gone through since I got sober. Um, It's funny, like when I was thinking about uh, this episode today, I realized like I was kind of reflecting on like, okay, what tips, like what tips do I have? What things really helped me? And they kind of just kept coming. So I felt like excited to kind of hop on and um, and chat about them. But the story time is a little bit more like tough to navigate in terms of like what what, what exactly am I going to share? But um, I did I did learn something from each of them. So I'm just kind of going to share the parts that um, that I learned from. So 
The first breakup I went through um, in my sobriety was, it was the first person I dated in my sobriety um, because I was single when I got sober. So I had met him when I was three months sober. I shared a little bit about this person in my um, sober dating episode. And so basically like what happened with this relationship was that it started off like very seeming very like perfect and great and like in hindsight probably a little bit too perfect um and essentially what happened was that like sort of like a few months into the relationship there was just a very drastic like 180 with how this person was treating me um and so I think like pretty much like around I think only two weeks after that shift kind of happened um where I saw this big change I broke up with him and even that was like a really big kind of shift for me in my sobriety like only a few months in because up until then like I wasn't that quick to end something like obviously breakups suck and ending things is sad and hard and um in the past like I've stayed in relationships way longer even like after they've turned toxic so that was like a big a big change for me for sure um to just kind of like cut it off that quickly but um it was a really sad breakup for me though I think for a couple reasons because like number one um it had seemed really great and really perfect in the beginning and so I almost had to like grieve like the idea of this relationship. I think that's the case a lot of times when we go through a breakup is like we're almost grieving like our idea of like what it was going to be and like our like sort of romanticized idea of this person um, because like oftentimes things do seem really perfect in the beginning so that was really sad for me but then obviously the other reason that this was really sad was like or a reason that made it kind of extra hard for me was that it was my first ever uh, breakup sober and you know looking back like I've really realized that when I went through breakups as a drinker Drinking to get through breakups felt like this weird way of taking my power back. And like I can recognize now that like that's not, there's actually not really anything empowering about that. But at the time, it felt like this giant middle finger to that person. Like I'm going to go out drinking and party and have so much fun without you and I don't need you. And like look how great my life is. I'm having so much fun. Like you know what I mean? It felt like this big empowering screw you kind of thing. Um, and so the major like thing for me when I went through my first sober breakup was like I didn't have that coping mechanism to like whatever I'm just gonna go out and party and like prove what a great time I'm having Um, and that was really hard and I was just really left having to like sit with all of those feelings and I think another thing that made that hard is that like I tend to revert to like sadness as an emotion rather than anger even in situations where like anger is the appropriate emotion to be feeling and I found that when I was drinking to get through breakups it was easier for me to like connect to my anger by drinking because I do think that anger is actually a really important emotion to feel when we're going through a breakup I feel like it can be sort of like a crucial step like if you're feeling sad to get kind of mad instead and obviously that's not the place you want to stay but I do think it's like a stepping stone to like I do think that that is a way of taking your power back is like sort of connecting to your anger um, especially depending on the situation like if you're in a situation where someone wasn't treating you right um I think it kind of snaps you out of 
the part of you that's still like romanticizing it and feeling sad about it so anyways when I would drink to get through breakups I found it a lot easier to connect to anger when I was drinking like I would like go out with my friends and drink and then like talk shit and be like yeah screw him um And I found that when I was sober, I was just sort of left with my sadness. And I found it a lot harder to connect to like those feelings of anger. Um, And yeah, it was it was really hard for me to sort of have like that coping mechanism off the table. Like it just wasn't an option for me uh, for the first time. And what was really good about that though is that I noticed that I moved on so much quicker because of it. Like I really think that when you're drinking to get through like hard feelings, you're not actually processing them. Like you're really just sort of like hitting pause on your emotions. You're numbing them. You're not working through them. So I think that for the first time ever in a breakup in real time I was like actually processing all of my feelings and the cool thing too about being sober through a breakup even though it obviously sucks to feel all of those awful feelings that come with a breakup what's really cool is that being sober means that you're completely clear-minded and you have this sense of clarity where like I was able to clearly reflect on what had happened to clearly be able to reflect on like why this was the best thing for me why this wasn't the right person for me and like really actively work through everything so even like as I was going through it I was really noticing like wow I'm actually getting over this a lot easier than I have in the past when I was just like going out and drinking and like you know doing whatever to try to get over things so as much as it sucked it did end up being overall like a positive experience in retrospect (laughs) um but breakup number two breakup number two was was the doozy for sure this was the one that was really really hard for me so again this was something I talked about in my sober dating episode but basically around when I hit one year sober I reconnected with an ex and this was someone who I had dated for five years we broke up when I was 23 and then five years later when I was 28 um we reconnected and This was someone who I definitely sort of like thought of fondly over the years and definitely had lots of like what ifs around around this person, this relationship and like he had like um, a good relationship with my family and so like for, for kind of that reason we ended up reconnecting and we sort of like sort of dated again for like a month um and what ended up happening was that when it came down to kind of like trying to figure out what it was that we were doing he wasn't in a place where he was ready to commit to a relationship and then I decided that I didn't want to keep seeing him if it was in like a casual way um so it ended and honestly like this wrecked me at the time like I was so devastated I just like completely had my heart broken um and I had just pretty much just hit my like one year sober milestone and then went through like the heart honestly the hardest time I've had in my sobriety and also I just have to add in for the sober Swifties who are listening that the day the day that this ended is the day that Taylor released the freaking sad girl autumn version of all too well not the regular 10 minute version the sad girl autumn version of the 10 minute version um so that was great timing (laughs) for me a little bit too relatable (laughs) but anyways so the good thing though about um 
this like a level of kind of having my heart broken at this time was that it actually did help me uncover some other stuff that was going on um because the level the level that this crushed me was not really like normal for me obviously you know I'd been through heartbreak like the first time we broke up after five years um and that was a really hard time as well but this really took me down to like a different level to the point where like my family was concerned and they were saying like this isn't really a normal response from you and I was able to identify that um, the birth control pills I was on were actually making me a little bit depressed so I got off of those and it 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 helped a lot and like that was a really positive thing that I was a- like through that I was able to actually figure out that that was going on um and that did like make it a lot more intense for me at the time um so I'm glad to have figured that out for sure but dealing with all of those feelings at the time before I had made that connection without drinking was really hard and like it was a time where like I have never wanted to drink more like I remember just moments of feeling like it was never that I felt like I was actually going to drink or like I was tempted or came close it was really just this feeling of I know I'm not going to because I know that I have completely like taken that off the table for myself it's I'm not letting it be an option for myself but I so badly wish I could like I was so upset because I was like I just don't want to be feeling any of this I don't want to be in my own head um and like one one kind of like really sad moment in it for me was one of like my best friends um like obviously knew what was going on and she was like let's have a girls night like let's let's hang out we'll have a fun girls night together get your mind off of things and if this was when I was drinking like this is exactly what would have brought me back to life like out of out of my depths of despair this would have been like oh my god yes we're gonna go like exactly everything I just said like we're gonna go get drunk and forget about him and like have so much fun and like all of that but knowing that a girl's night meant like being social but like not in that form of like escapism that comes from alcohol I didn't even have the capacity to do it like I ended up like not going out and staying home because I literally just didn't have it in me to like go be social with my friend while feeling everything I was feeling um and that was just like a really like that really sticks out in my memory from that time of like that was a time that really made me miss drinking because I was like oh my god if this was a few years ago this would have been the only thing making me feel better right now and here I am and I don't even have it in me to like go out and and like hang out with my friend because like alcohol is not going to be involved and I don't have the bandwidth to be social otherwise um so that was really a really hard and like sad time and It was definitely a moment of like, look, I always talk about the fact that being sober means sitting with all of those, all of our emotions. And this was was a time where I really just had to had to do that. Um, And again, like this was I was so low. I was feeling so low. And if I was looking for an excuse to drink this would have been my excuse to drink like but I just knew that it was completely off the table and I just wasn't gonna do that and that is like a real takeaway like if 
we're looking for an excuse to drink like whenever like the next shoe drops then we're gonna find it so I really think like something I really had latched onto already is I just had to make that like a non-negotiable for myself that it was just completely off the table because there will always be a sad time there'll always be a breakup they'll always like life life is gonna happen um and if we're gonna give ourselves a free pass to drink every time it gets hard then we're never going to be able to stay sober long term. Um, so I really, really like had to hold on to that through that time. And what ended up happening was that two months later, he reached back out to me and he had decided like he decided that he did actually want to get back together. And so we gave things another try. And I think only about two weeks after that, I ended up... Um, ending things and this really just goes back to everything I said in my sober dating episode which is that like when you're sober and completely clear-minded like it's hard to ignore the red flags so even though it was like and and like this was someone who I had been heartbroken over for two months who like came back which was all that I wanted <laughs> for those two months but then when he came back it was just really evident really quickly that we had very different expectations out of a relationship that we were in really different like phases in life like he was kind of still in his party phase a little bit so we were just on different pages there and like it was just really clear quickly that like the level of effort that he was willing to put in wasn't enough for me and even though this was someone who I'd been so sad over it was just really a moment of like it was really a moment of not being willing to settle no matter like what no matter how bad it made me feel to end it after only two weeks no matter how like sad it might have made me like I just wasn't gonna settle and I think that really is totally a gift that's come for me in sober dating like my standards now are honestly just so much higher and I'm just not gonna like I'm not willing to put up with less than that like I just feel like I know how much effort I put into a relationship and I know that I want that reciprocated and I know what my priorities are and like it's just a real resolve to like put my needs first and like not waste my time or anybody else's and I think that with this with this kind of rekindled relationship ending again um just like with the first one that I spoke about like I was able to really properly process and work through things in a way that I wasn't even able to like five years ago because all I did was just like go out and drink to to try to get over that breakup and the irony in that is that a big part of why like I ended that relationship the first time around was because I was like I've never been a single adult before I've never like been on my own I want to get to know myself outside of this relationship and like that was really kind of my intent um but really quickly then I ended up like kind of I think it was kind of two things like I kind of turned to like partying and drinking to cope and then at the same time as much as I was like wow I've never been a single adult before I was also like wow I've never been a single adult before who can like date other people and who can like go to the bar and meet people and like do whatever I want um so I think that 
as much as like I had that intent for that to be a time of like personal growth it ended up sort of being the opposite where then I just completely turned to like partying and then I think that really set the tone for like the rest of my 20s and also like dating in the rest of my 20s like it was very very centered around drinking um lots of guys like meeting guys drunkenly at the bar and then dating those people and um so that's what I really love about where I am right now is that anytime I sort of had the intention of being single in my drinking days I wasn't able to to do it in the way that I intended where like I was never able to actually make it a time to focus on myself and to like do like you know inner work or just just be with myself without like having anyone else in the mix um and that's what's really cool now about being single as a sober person is just to be able to focus on myself in a way that I couldn't when I was drinking um which anyways I chatted all about in the previous episode so I won't go too deep into it but um in conclusion with that second one it was a really hard one but I ended up learning so much from it I got so much stronger for it I'm eternally grateful that I didn't drink through it and it did really end up being a proud moment that like I could have let my high hopes get in the way of my self-worth, my self-respect. Um, but, you know, a big part thanks to being sober, I was able to kind of like have the clarity to not do that and to walk away um, when it became obvious that that was what was best and that we at the end of the day just weren't right for each other. And I'm really glad that I got to figure that out and that I had the sober clarity to figure that out as quickly as I did so the last breakup I'll chat about was the was the last last person I dated um and I don't have a ton to say about it um this was someone who was honestly just like a great guy can't say a single bad thing about him he treated me great he was a really sweet guy um but it just like wasn't the right relationship for me um for like you know reasons that weren't his fault at all um but what made this one really hard was was exactly that that he was so nice he was so perfect on paper there was no there was nothing wrong to point to but it was totally just my own inner gut knowing that it just like wasn't wasn't right for me and as like a people pleaser I like to think a recovering people pleaser I'm working on it um this was really hard for me and it was really a time of having to come up against like my own discomfort um no one likes hurting somebody obviously that sucks but it just really like I was nauseous about this one I felt so bad um and it really was a time of having to remember that like you have to put yourself and your own needs first um and again just like like I just literally felt like oh my god I can't go through with this conversation because I just felt awful about it and I even had to remember that like I can survive it if there's anything getting sober has taught me I will say it nonstop. if there's anything getting sober has taught me it's that I can survive my discomfort and that was what I had to do on this one um and it was about like really having to listen to my own gut to remember that I can survive the conversation. I can survive, you know, the guilt of feeling like I'm letting somebody down, um, all of that. And just like, again, it's about the fact that when we're sober, 
we can't fool ourselves. Like it's just like in the first two breakups I talked about, it was really like, oh, I wasn't drinking, so I wasn't making myself blind to red flags. And with this one, it's kind of the opposite where if I was drinking in this relationship, it would have been easier to keep drinking, to keep trying to like feel good about the relationship because it was so good on paper you know so it really is just like the fact that being sober makes us so much more connected to like our own gut our own inner knowing and then able to kind of act on it so that was the last relationship that I had I've been single ever since I was eight months ago um and you can you know You can listen to my previous episode if you want to hear more about kind of being single and sober. But now I want to give you some advice on getting through sober breakups. And this is really just like specifically what I have done that's really helped me with getting through breakups sober. Um, When I was thinking about this today, it really, really struck me how much getting through a breakup is like getting sober and like how similar those two experiences kind of are and like it makes sense when you're getting sober you're essentially breaking up with alcohol but um a lot of it while I was reflecting on it is really similar and a lot of actually like the specific things I did to get through breakups are kind of similar to what I did to get through you know, quitting drinking. Um, So the first thing I'll talk about, and I won't spend a ton of time on this because I talk about it all the time and I've talked about it a bunch through this episode and you know what I'm going to say is just how getting sober requires sitting with our uncomfortable feelings and it is no different with a breakup. Um, And I think that the cool thing about going through a breakup as a sober person is that we can almost like draw on our experiences of getting sober to get through the breakup. So it's like if I can sit with the discomfort of wanting a drink and not having a drink, I can sit with the discomfort of really missing this person and not having them here. And if I can you know grieve alcohol I can grieve this relationship and like almost just like reminding yourself how freaking strong you are for having gotten through getting sober and the fact that you can get through this without alcohol because you've proven to yourself by being sober that you can survive your hard feelings and it's no different with this and like I really do think that like we like as a society do not give ourselves enough credit for the fact that we can get through shit like that mentality of like oh come home I had such a stressful day I need a drink immediately like we don't need a drink like we can survive our feelings and like even if something feels so unbearable you can bear it like you've proven that to yourself so many times I'm sure of it um And so just to really like give yourself that credit where it's due that like you can survive your feelings, they will always pass. And the thing too to remember is that drinking to get through our feelings, especially when it comes to a breakup, is so counterproductive because first of all, when you're drinking to kind of numb your sad feelings, all you're doing is avoiding working through them. And all you're doing when you're drinking for a bit of relief is pushing pause on that feeling and it's going to be there waiting for you tomorrow, except now it's going to be magnified because we all know that alcohol screws with our brain chemistry, um, often leaves us feeling even more low, anxious, depressed afterwards. So 
if you're drinking because you're sad to get through a breakup, like that's going to backfire tomorrow. You're going to feel even worse. And the other important thing in that too is that when you're drinking to get through a breakup, you're in a really emotionally vulnerable place. And that's like not a good headspace to be in when you're drinking. You're going to be more inclined to possibly do things you regret like god forbid you wake up in the morning and you texted your ex or like hooked up with someone else to try to get over it like it's just not a good time and all that's gonna do if you're waking up the next day with all of your feelings and then on top of that you have potential regrets from what you might have done in that state it's not worth it it's so not worth it and like i said like there's nothing more empowering than surviving our worst times sober It's so empowering to get to the other side and be like, oh my god, I made it through that and I didn't drink through it and like, look what I can do. Look what I can survive. Um, So that's really important and I'll just never, I'll never stop hitting that point home every chance I get. (laughs) Um, So okay, the next kind of tip I have and it's really funny because this is something that I did when I got sober and it wasn't until I was thinking about this episode earlier today that I was like oh my god I did the exact same thing for breakups and I've never made the connection Um, and I've talked about this before that when I quit drinking I started a note on my phone and I listed all I mean I listed my why in detail but I also listed like all of the worst things I ever did drunk I listed like the worst hangovers I've had the worst mornings I've had after drinking like just pretty much a detailed note of like why drinking is not a good thing for me and similar to that when I've gone through breakups I basically start the exact same kind of note on my phone but for like that person and like list out all the reasons why they're wrong with me all the reasons we shouldn't be together Um, and I highly recommend this and I am just gonna say this be as petty as you want to be like this is for your eyes only it's not ever to send to them it's not to do anything with except get your own clarity around it and your own peace of mind and like it's like I talked about earlier too that like sometimes the best way to snap yourself out of being sad is to be a little bit mad so if you need to like list off the things they've done that have pissed you off the things about them that annoy you like just like It really is a helpful exercise in finding relief for yourself and just also clarity like it does to to really get clear because this is the thing is that just like our brains make us romanticize alcohol, our brains make us romanticize our exes and our past relationships especially like if you're grieving it and you're feeling sad and you're feeling lonely like you're gonna look back more so on the positive aspects of that person if you're having a moment where you're missing them so it honestly is really handy to kind of just like have this (laughs) at your disposal I mean you can put it on paper if you want I prefer to do a note on my phone because it's always kind of like there handy for me um but yeah I really recommend starting this for yourself just for your own sense of like clarity and just to kind of like strengthen your resolve in the fact that this was the right thing and it doesn't matter whether you were the one who ended the relationship or not it ended for a reason and I'm sure you can make a list of those reasons for yourself for when you're having a sad moment um so kind of this next step is kind of like along the same lines and it's really about finding relief for yourself because relief when you're going through something hard is such an important emotion because 
sometimes it's the only emotion you can find when you're sad if you're just trying to feel a little bit better like sometimes trying to make yourself happy when you're going through something hard just feels like way too big of a stretch but if you can just like find something that brings you a little sense of relief there's so much power in that and that's why I think sometimes getting mad can be helpful because there's relief in that if you're feeling really sad um but so something that I did when I went through that like really low time was because okay I love I freaking love a quote. I love an inspirational quote. I find them so helpful. I think that like sometimes just a really amazing one sentence quote can be enough for like something to click for you. I think they can be really powerful. So what I noticed was like when I was going through that really sad, sad one myself, um, I was like, seek trying to seek out like you know Instagram accounts that had like helpful content that kind of made me feel better and like I so then you know shout out to the Instagram algorithm um more of those kind of started coming up so I started just like anytime I found something that made me feel a little bit better I would screenshot it um and I started like an album on my phone like in my photos I started an album and anytime I found something that brought me relief I would screenshot it and add it to that album and then what happened was then if I found myself having like a sad moment, I had that to like open up and scroll all of those like quotes and photos that made me feel better and made me feel relief in the moment. And oh my God, it was so helpful. Um, And that's really important too, because obviously when we're going through a breakup sober, the thing that used to give us relief was drinking. Like that was why we drank to get through breakups before was to find relief from our pain and all of those terrible feelings and the cool thing about this is that it's a way to give ourselves that relief but in a healthier way because rather than numbing and escaping we're finding relief from clarity because if like if you're reading a quote and it's bringing you relief it's probably because there's some truth in it um so it's like it's getting that relief but in a way that's actually working towards your own healing and your own like you know moving on um so that really helped me and it really is just like this handy little like the note and the little album of like things that were helpful became my own toolkit where if I was you know because we know these things aren't linear like maybe you'll be feeling good for a while and then like something reminds you of something and you're sad again then it's something that you have handy to um remind yourself of like why you're doing this and of your own like worth and standards um an account that I really recommend is um Case Kenny on Instagram I think it's C-A-S-E dot K-E-N-N-Y that was an account that I scrolled a lot and found his content super helpful and like that album on my phone is made up of a lot of (laughs) a lot of screenshots from his account um so I recommend that and I also just found out that he has a podcast called um new mindset who it is so if you're going through a breakup right now I can't recommend him enough because I found his content to be so so helpful um so I just think like it really is all about being very intentional with wanting to feel better with wanting to move forward and I don't mean to not let yourself have your sad time because like I've talked in depth about this before I'm always very clear on like letting myself go through my like sad grieving process and I think that's so so important but to also like obviously we don't want to stay there and when we're ready to move out of it and even when we're in it if we want to like find little pockets of feeling better through that period um 
to be very intentional about that because we aren't drinking anymore to get through things we aren't finding that sense of like relief and escapism but what we can do is be deliberate with wanting to feel better in healthier ways and so for me those were my little ways to do it and obviously you know there's like so many other things that we can do to add like it really is like for me that was a little toolkit like just like you can have a sober toolkit you can have a little breakup toolkit and there's so many other things you can do obviously like talking to friends and family therapy like reading books like anything anything you can do it's just like putting the work into wanting to heal and move forward and like that's a way of reclaiming our own worth like that's a way of taking care of ourselves because we know that we deserve to to feel better and to be able to move forward from a hard time and kind of my next tip for getting through a breakup is like I really believe that every time you date somebody or get out of a relationship it really does bring you so much clarity about what kind of partner you want to find next and like what kind of relationship you want to find next and I feel like when a relationship doesn't work out it gives you a lot of clarity on like what your deal breakers are on like because when you know what you don't want it gives you more clarity on what you do want and so you can come away from any relationship being like cool I really really liked and valued this quality's in that person and now I know moving forward that those qualities are really important to me my next partner and then also on the flip side I think that these aspects of the relationship are actually a deal breaker for me and now I know that moving forward and so it is such an opportunity to not only get a lot of clarity how many times can I say clarity on this podcast episode but to get a lot of clarity on the type of person that you do want to be with And then also to like generate excitement about that person. Like I, you know, queen of notes on my phone. I started a note on my phone of like all the qualities I want in like my partner one day. Um, And I feel like that's a way to almost like turn your attention away from feeling heartbroken over a person that wasn't right for you and turn your focus on like being excited to meet the person who is right for you um and even if you decide you want to be single for a while like that's where I'm at right now and I feel like both of those things can be true you can really enjoy being single and then be like cool but now I know these are my standards these are my deal breakers and like whenever I do decide to date again like I can feel excited to to meet that person who's gonna bring everything to the table that I want and that I deserve And again, like being able to know that and own that is all thanks to being sober and clear-minded. Like here's the thing, like when I was in my earlier 20s, anytime I went, like every, anytime I went through a breakup, I would rebound so hard and like go meet other people to help get over it and just like get back out there right away. And like looking back, that is honestly just such a missed opportunity because as much as breakups suck, there is like no arguing that. They're just like overall a terrible thing to go through in life. But like as much as they suck, there's also a lot of opportunity in breakups. Like it is, you know, it's a chance for a reset. It's a fresh start. Like there's always opportunity that comes with that, right? And like it is a chance to focus 
on ourselves again, especially because, you know, relationships can sometimes be all consuming, especially if you're getting out of a toxic one. So it's a chance to like turn all of that attention back like inwards, focus on yourself, focus on your own growth, connect with yourself, find a new hobby, do things that make you happy, like as much as of course it's sad and you have to grieve that and you have to go through that like it is also a new start and there is opportunity in that and there is always gifts in that and you know as much as I say that my standards are so much higher in sobriety I think the really cool thing too about being sober is like I honestly feel so strongly like I feel so strongly that sober people bring so much to the table like honestly sober people we just like we we just kind of overall have our shit together a little bit more I think anyone is so freaking lucky to date a sober person we're always clear-minded we're always like authentically ourselves we're not gonna get drunk and start an argument over nothing we're not gonna like act in terrible ways that are like super out of character that we'd never do sober like we just and like I, I I mean I love sober people there's like a depth to us there's you know and I'm not saying any of this to knock drinkers whatsoever because I I mean I've I've only ever dated drinkers so not saying that to shade shade drinkers I'm just saying like sober people are really fucking awesome and so I just want to say that like if you are sober and you know maybe you've gone through a breakup or maybe you're single or maybe you're dating to just like own that own the fact that you bring a lot to the table. You bring so much to the table. And like anyone would be lucky to date a sober person. And I believe that wholeheartedly. And if you're listening to this also and you're in a relationship, like it doesn't matter what your relationship status is. Like being sober is always an opportunity to grow and learn more about ourselves. And we do learn a lot about ourselves um, from relationships with other people, especially romantic relationships because those tend to bring up a lot of our tends to bring like a lot of our sort of like emotional stuff to the surface oftentimes and so if you're in a relationship and you're sober that's an opportunity to work through things as it comes up and like that's something that often we don't do when we're drinking because we're not always there to be feeling everything and processing everything um so that is just such a gift and I really just want to leave it there with like remembering that as someone who's sober you bring so much to the table like being sober means that you have a lot of courage it means that you were able to do something that was really hard and it means that you care about living your best life and improving your life and improving yourself like those are all amazing things and All of those are even more evidence that if you're going through a breakup right now that you can get through it and if you are listening to this and you're going through a breakup right now, I've been there, I know how hard it is and I promise you do not need to drink to get through this. You're going to get to the other side, you're going to feel so freaking amazing that you got through it without drinking and you're going to be so much stronger because of it and do not lower your standards for anybody. We are keeping our standards freaking high in sobriety and Don't forget what an absolute prize you are and whoever snags you next is going to be really fucking lucky. But until then, you are going to be so fine on your own. So with that, I'm off to go nurse um, 
the inevitably massive vulnerability hangover that I'm going to have from this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast, then please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Follow me on Instagram at Happiest Sober and at Happiest Sober Podcast. And subscribe to my newsletter at happiestsober.com. I will chat with you next week. I hope you have an amazing week. Remember that life is happiest when you're sober. It's Erin. And I'm Michaela, and we're the hosts of the Two Sober Girls podcast, and we are on a mission to spill the wild truth about sobriety. Forget the rosé all day cliche. Sobriety is flipping amazing. Absolutely. It's not just about quitting the drink. It's a gift you give yourself and your loved ones. So what are you waiting for? Break up with that old toxic relationship with alcohol and let us show you the possibilities. And here's the thing. Everything your precious heart desires becomes way easier without the influence of alcohol. We're not just two sober girls. We're also wellness coaches. We're here to show you how to optimize health, lifestyle, and beauty, feel sexy and alive as F. So stay tuned because we're rolling out new episodes every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts and trust us. They have your name written all over them. We can't wait to share the magic of sobriety and wellness with you. Subscribe to Two Sober Girls Podcast today and come follow us on Instagram for behind the scenes action and send us a DM. We can't wait to meet you.